0: The episode you're about to hear was recorded about two weeks ago. Now, if you're up on your current gaming news, then you know that Gen Con, as of, I believe, Monday of this week, was officially canceled. But at the time we recorded this episode, Gen Con was not yet canceled. And we were simply operating off of some rather interesting insider tidbits we got. And I was originally thinking that I was just going to skip this episode and not release it since its contents have become a bit irrelevant and dated, but some people said they still wanted to hear what we were discussing. So I'm going to go ahead and release it, but once again, just wanted to let you guys know that yes, we are aware Gen Con is canceled. This was just recorded before that announcement was made. Welcome to Fear the Boot. My name is Dan.
1: This is Laura.
0: My name is Chad.
2: And I'm Brodor. All right, so
0: first thing I'm going to throw out there is I'm going to put a link in the show notes again to Fear the Con Online, the 2020 event. Wayne is working quite actively on Kickstarter to make sure that we get everybody's backer rewards resolved in a way that is both to their satisfaction and also within our capability to deliver, and if he is not already, he will be soon reaching out to everyone that backed for the I want to be in a particular game. And we'll be working then to make sure that your game is to the best of our ability. If you choose to do it online during the online con, it will be in a time slot that you are available for. But please do go out to the website that I link in the show notes and make sure you're at least getting signed up for your games. And GMs, if you're creating a game, one of the things that we are really asking is please put somewhere in the description of the game the technology you're going to use to run the game. So if people need to have a Roll20 account or Fantasy Grounds or Virtual Tabletop or whatever it is you're going to use, uh, please do note that in the description. All right, so
2: with that bit out of the way... Brodor, you've got some interesting news. So I've been doing a lot of research and networking for my new business endeavor, right? And so if the listeners haven't checked it out, just go to goinfo.org and read my bit about GenCon 2020. This is a follow-up to that particular blog piece that I dropped last week. I'll Friday. link that in the show notes for everyone. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. So I can stand on this, so I can ride the coattails. Your coattails need a little steering wheel. Not one that actually directs you, <laughs> but like a, like a shopping cart. With a little beep at, beep. Like a little shopping cart that we would have at the grocery store. So I can just sit on your coattails and <laughs> sit on a wheel. It's old and rickety and it squeaks, but it's
0: cute. You just want to be like Maggie
2: Simpson? Yeah, and the, no, okay. I, I don't know. I just want you to, I don't know be my sugar daddy take care of okay. me
3: <laughs> well, occasionally I'll fart on
2: you but, but anyway I, uh, I had because uh, it's like a coattails he's down to that is, level uh, yeah. yeah I had a I had a very long <laughs> conversation with somebody who works inside the gaming industry who happens to be a vendor who has vended multiple times at Gen Con and happens to be on Basically, they're an influential person and having a booth at Gen Con is important to their business. Now, I know that Gen Con has reached out to, from my sources, multiple businesses who Gen Con is a is an important part of their yearly take as vendors. And so they're reaching out to different people, and we can probably speculate that, you know, it's not places like Watsi. If there's no Gen Con, Wizards of the Coast is going to be fine. We're mm-hmm. still going to have Dungeons right. and Dragons, right? right. But I, yeah, there's no way.
0: And this is without saying anything about or source, because I've actually already forgotten the name. But <laughs> you know that Gen Con is having conversations with, paizo with games workshop with catalyst right there's no way they're not having these conversations because gen con and their business are so intermingled mm-hmm. you know it's both a big time to sell in the market for the vendors and gen con of course also relies on vendor presence to draw fans and audience
2: right well apparently gen con has a three question list that they're they've been asking specific or what they're calling or what i'm calling key vendors and the first one is is your business going to survive without gen con if we don't have the convention this year is that going to force you to shut your doors that's, yeah and, and mm. we're that's not, question one and we're not going to name the source but
0: no as lordor said this is someone with direct knowledge of these communications who has received one of these questions? Has, or what well, question a- actually?
2: received received all three questions. Well, right, I'm sorry, yeah. I
0: meant questionnaire, yeah. not question. Yeah. And so, once again, we're not gonna name anybody, right. but this is pretty reliable information.
2: It, it is, it is. The second thing was, is that okay, so you're not gonna close your doors if we don't have Gen Con. Long term, how negative an impact is that going to have on your business? So if we don't have Gen Con, you're not going to close today or tomorrow or next week. But six months from now without a Gen Con, what does that mean for your product sales? Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of companies out there, and this is not the source to whom I spoke, but there are a number of companies out there that make four, five, six months, maybe more than that of their annual gross in sales in that four-day convention. So it's a big deal to a lot of people particularly smaller vendors. But the other issue is, is they said, hey, okay, so no Gen Con, you don't close your doors. No Gen Con, your business does okay. Um, is it, do you need a refund? Or are you willing to roll over your vendor fees until next year? Can we just hold on to that money until 2021? Is that is that cool? Which then made me, it really made me wonder, and it just, it just shows what a... F- Noob, I am right, and I hate that word. Right, I think if if Aisha should believe any word, it should be noob. But what an idiot I am for not thinking about Gen Con itself as the event, right? Because it's a four day convention that supports a year round staff. Yeah, it's not a charity, Mm -hmm. yeah. They could be not decimated. They could be really, really hurt. If this doesn't happen specifically, if they have to start giving people their money back. back. So I think Wayne was spot on when we were communicating and Wayne said, look, they're waiting for the governor to say no Gen Con because then the convention does not have to give you your money back because it was canceled by the state, not by them. So a lot of people are speculating that it's a waiting game. Now, the person to whom I spoke today is like most people in thinking that we're looking at a 99% certainty that Gen Con is canceled. I still disagree with that. Hmm. I still lean toward, they're probably going to cancel it.
0: Yeah. Now let's stress that we have now moved from what this person said. Yeah, this is speculation. This is speculation yeah. on our speculation. Yes. This is not what we were told This is purely the speculation we are making based on our understanding of the industry Mm -hmm. and perhaps some bits and pieces we've picked up in communication with other people. But yes, this is primarily derived speculation. This is not us being certain. So what's our official calls here? So I still say they're not going to have it. I think that Broder and Wayne have the right of it, that they're waiting for the state to cancel it. For that exact reason, because Gen Con itself is a business with staff mm-hmm. and if they have the legal excuse to keep money from people, that's their operating budget. Because cool. if there if there's no Gen Con twenty twenty, I mean this is huge speculation. But what does that do for the chances of a GenCon 2021 if they have to go bankrupt? Well, well so and
1: I, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm going to interrupt you, Chad, because otherwise I don't go get ahead. to talk. I'll allow um, you.
0: Finally, <laughs> figured out how to be on this That's show. Not a finally,
1: I've been interrupting you, bitches, for a long time. So I think for for exactly that reason, actually, that last question I think is really telling to me. Unless the governor is the one who can't it i don't think they cancel because i think they don't have probably the money at this point to refund everybody well, and it, still so survive look at, to the look next Wikipedia.
2: there used to be more gen cons than this one and they all went tits up yeah i was yeah.
0: actually supposed to appear at gen con oz and then mm-hmm. they got that one got canceled yeah
1: so i think i think huh. they I have to, to be paid i think they have wow. to hold it i think unless it is canceled by the state they have to hold it because at least then they're getting some money in. I'm violating at least COVID. Then I'm violating quarantine. Oh, You're high yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah, I, sure. I think we see Gen Con disappear. Am I the only one that thought the first question
0: in there? Well, I'm going to hold that thought. Let, let's get the other votes. So, Chad canceled or goes.
3: Hmm. Okay. Here's my prediction based on obviously nothing. Right, right. right, It's just a so speculation. This is my speculation. What is your prediction? My prediction is that they will hold Gen Con at the last possible moment, and then they'll push it back a bit if they even have to, but they will hold it, and hardly anyone will show up to it. I mm. think that a lot of people will show up, but the kind of numbers they need to hold an international convention like that are not going to be there. Mm. I think that people are going to look at like, oh, Well, once all this stuff is kind of blown over, can I travel to this place and go to a museum and go to a restaurant and and have a vacation? Yeah, maybe I could do that. Maybe it'll blow over enough. Can I go to this place and go to a hall that is packed shoulder to shoulder with 30,000 people? Maybe I don't want to do that. Right. And that is going to be my prediction, is that Gen Con... From the organizer standpoint, their margins of their business are probably really low. They pay a lot of fees. They burn a lot of money and their take in money, their profits and stuff are not gigantic. Because, in my opinion, and this is actually a criticism of Gen Con, but I don't run the business, is that I think they, they try to nickel and dime you for everything they can. I don't know. To me, the, the idea of paying for games is
0: yeah, insane.
3: Yeah, always bothered me. But now. again, I don't run Gen Con. I I don't put any of my money on the line for that. So, you know, I'm talking on my ass. But I think that their margins are such that they don't have a giant war chest of funds Mm -hmm. and that they can afford to churn through it and, you know, have these contracts canceled and have possible legal ramifications. And there's probably a lot of money that's already been paid out. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of physical equipment that is involved in Gen Con that people don't think of. There's storage for that. People have to get paid, and I think that they pay for this year's Gen Con with last year's money, which means if this Gen Con doesn't happen... Or it doesn't have enough people. That means there's no money for next year's Gen yeah, Con. Welcome mm-hmm. to the
2: gaming industry, man. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's how that's how game stores work. I mean, that's how restaurants I, I, work. I can't that's say how... I can't say with certainty, but I mean, if you you could put one of my testicles on the table with a meat cleaver, <laughs> and I would gamble that nut. That that's how a lot of distributors work. Right. You well, know, I how tell publishers you, publishers work. How it's a yeah. farms work. Yeah. That's
3: that's how capitalism works. To be honest with you, we think of money in, in very simple ways. We think of businesses in very simple ways too. Money comes in and I have expenses and I take a little bit of this money and I put towards expenses and I take a little bit of this money and I pay my employees. and I take a little bit of this money and I pay myself and I take a little bit of this money and I put it in, you know, a war chest in case something happens. That is not how businesses work. That may be how your lemonade stand works as a kid, but it isn't how real businesses work. You borrow money. The entire thing is run on credit where you're constantly cycling through incoming cash, burning out the cash you have, and then paying off debts and then taking on new debts to pay your current expenses, to make money, to bring money in, to pay off the debts. And in that cycle of cash, you are hopefully, if everything's going well, pull out a profit.
2: But right, you're growing your work. You're growing your point. Yeah, because I mean, I can, tell I can you- only think
0: of one major company that does that only one. In terms of that does that yes because that's everybody who does no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> I mean the opposite side oh oh, oh I see that are actually the cash positive stand. yes yeah. mm. they're actually cash positive and not run on credit and that's Apple yeah I, which is one of the things that Apple is they keep all their money in Ireland so they have to pay taxes it, well. <laughs> The, but yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I, can, I don't, never
2: mind. I was going to say something, but <laughs> the ventured into the political. Well, the point <laughs> being though that
0: it is such an oddity mm-hmm. that that's why Apple gets talked about for that trait yeah. all Apple, the time. Walmart, that stuff. They like actually that. are cash positive. Not Gen Con. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> not Gen I, con. No, I, I would wager not. I don't know.
3: There are probably be. innumerable expenses involved with running so a you're con saying, of that size. Oh, yes. So you're they, saying, yes, they try to go forward with it. I believe that they will try and go forward with it. Even if they have to run the damn thing in October, they're going to try and go forward with it. And I don't think I'm not going to say no one would show up, but I think that the numbers of people that they need to show up to pay their creditors and to cover their expenses and to make Gen Con happen next year is not going to be enough. Hmm.
2: Yeah, see, I am of the opinion myself, just as an individual, based on whom I've spoken to and what I've looked into and my own ignorance, is that I think Gen Con happens. Now, that's easy for me to say because I'm nobody. And if I'm wrong, no one cares. You're the man with the beautiful hair. (laughs) If if I'm right, it's kind of cool. The bromance is so real. If if I'm wrong, it's it's not really, really a big deal, but I think it happens primarily for the reasons that Chad illustrated and that Laura illustrated. But I also think, just based on the algories of the divination division of the Influence Foundation, that it also happens. (laughs) Because the diviners of that department, of that division, if you will, they're very, very confident that Gen Con happens and that Gen Con is perceived as a success. So,
1: As a witch, I'm a little offended that I'm not employed in your augury department. Oh, so, okay. So, here's the deal.
2: So, so here's the deal about auguries in the divination division. So, my chief person is... Actually, Mina- Brodor. Yeah. Speak
0: uh, From the <laughs> Dekuma Kickstarter. The thing for building group templates. Oh, using yeah? And relationships using tarot cards. Mm. I backed at cool. the level where I'm supposed to get a tarot reading from their, like, chief tarot lady.
1: Dude. So, I don't know that I, feel like I really have. My talents have any, are wasted here.
0: We've never <laughs> stopped you from. Do, hey, do we want to have a negative episode where you give do readings for us all? Yes, because I have a tarot deck downstairs. I'm a
1: hundred percent on board with that. Okay. Although I need my tarot yeah, deck. Right? Probably, that's, but... no, that's fine. If
0: you've got your own mojo and a tarot deck, yes. you can bring your own. But let's plan on, on that. We'll do a <laughs> negative episode, yes. maybe a bonus episode. We'll see how profane it gets. Where. <laughs> We do a tarot reading. You're, you do a tarot reading for everyone at the table. But Brodor, since I have that one coming, and at the moment I don't have any particularly interesting questions, do you want me to get a tarot reading on Gen Con? Hell yeah, I do. Yes. That would
2: be amazing.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. So I, there's something, though, in those questions. I feel like I need
1: to do a tarot reading about Gen Con now. Now, not have crossed my we'll mind. save
0: that for the show. <laughs> <laughs> and just as all sincere religious belief that is purely just for the show.
2: But <laughs> in those list of questions, mm-hmm. let me will you, s- will you live without it? How bad will it be without it? And can we hold on to your money till next year? <laughs> yeah, does that yeah. okay? Now, once again, this is pure speculation, purely <laughs> number three
0: really goes numbers, into my point. Yeah, number yeah, three is what I'm thinking. What yeah. In hermeneutics. There's a term called eisegesis. So exegesis means to read out of something. So you read somebody's text message and see what it says. Eisegesis is to read into. So you get the text message. You like you know they said they're going to the grocery store, but I know they just bought groceries yesterday. And there was this movie they really wanted to see, but I fart too much in the theater, so <laughs> he really
3: does. Uh,
0: that's duly noted. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they're seeing the new Batman movie without Bratman
2: sitting next to them. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I
3: Bratman!
1: Ice-
2: oh my god! <laughs> see, I was I I want I, I want Isa Jesus is like how a, was that long a, car a, ride a with Gr- him? <laughs> a Greek Orthodox. Christian rapper. Right? <laughs> ice Jesus is like the gold teeth and the one gold tooth has a cross in
1: it. It's, okay, it's
0: Ice Jesus, not I said Jesus.
2: Uh potato, I, potato. <laughs>
1: like,
0: I I don't see how this changes anything. Okay, I guess that would be an interesting like Christian rapper name is Ice Jesus. Like it's kind of like I, I I cube Ice do, Cube or Ice yeah. tea. It's a-
2: Gnostic as as f- yes, I
1: love it.
0: Well, then I would have to release a diss track called Use a Heretic.
2: (laughs) But cavalry's coming.
1: uh Only the (laughs)
0: cavalry. So, all right.
1: You're all going to
0: hell. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me stress that what I'm about to say is eisegetical. I am reading into the text, not reading out of it. Word three sixteen. And this is all, <laughs> and this is also speculative in nature. So I don't know what the intention was. But when you write a an essay piece or something like that, you start off with your thesis and/or a hook that gets the reader's attention and gets them thinking a particular direction. So, like, you know, what if you were walking down the street and you're a little old lady by yourself with your granddaughter, who's only four, and you have to go into a dark alley and know the police aren't there. You know, you're, you're getting somebody thinking a particular direction. It's tone setting. That first question of will your business continue to exist if Gen Con doesn't occur? You need me. Yeah, then, am, am mm-hmm. I the only? You know, I am being speculative as a
2: speculum, but because <laughs> there's are totally related concepts. But I'm telling you, go to the crossroads. Your little white lab coat, your speculum. I, uh, I'm <laughs> like I just want one thing, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, am I the only one where that feels? I don't know if it is,
0: but that feels really leading and tone-setting. Think how much it'll suck for you if GenCon doesn't occur. Do you want us to happen? Right. I, right. They're like
2: they're they're testing the waters and seeing what. Well, they're, ma- the community well they're making you think about your
0: pain. Right. Oh, sure. You're not thinking in that question. They're not talking because there's something that is blatantly missing from that list. A question of safety. Do if you we feel safe? Do you feel mm-hmm. safe coming? Would you prefer us to hold this off? Do you think it's a good idea for us to have 50 to 100,000 people in one location for those three or four days? Yeah. Notice that is nowhere in the list. These are all financial questions. The first one is about your pain, not theirs. Will you die for us? Or or because without us, us, yeah. The second one is maybe you won't shut your doors. Will you be making it? Ain't it gonna hurt? (laughs) Yeah, I want you to put down a dollar amount of how much this is gonna hurt you if we're not there. I mean, this is abused spouse stuff. (laughs) Wow. and See,
2: I'm much more optimistic and about, and by the Tom way, caring either. about these people Uh-oh. and their
0: businesses. Even if you've had a yeah, no. hard ass no, through the first no. two and say, you know what? It's not going <laughs> to hurt me or my business being hurts better than people getting COVID and potentially die. Yeah, I'll tell you, the person we then, I spoke to
2: was like, F- it, I'm in man, I'll do it. We yeah. didn't up on number three. Of, I mean, I'll do without it. I mean, you you know, know, they were saying they'll survive uh, without. I'm gotcha. yeah. sorry. I misspoke. They
0: <laughs> but they're starting off with, will you die without us? No. Okay. Will you die. Question two is Will it really hurt you if we weren't there, even if it doesn't kill you? And then the third question is Okay, maybe we've made it to this far, but could we keep your money? Right. (laughs) I mean, once again, where are any questions in here about health, about safety, (laughs) about whether a person even feels comfortable? Hey, and talking with your fans, does it sound like they want Gen Con to happen or they're too afraid? I mean, once again, I don't want to read into this too far. I don't want to tell you what they're thinking. I don't want to cast. I'll tell you what they're thinking. Negative the thing about money. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 you know, I'm. You're probably right, and that's kind of my point. We're definitely right, but yeah. I really hate to start at a point
3: of I'm going to assume the worst about someone. There's, there's, well, a, there's th- a concept called. See, from my perspective, it doesn't have to be the worst. Like, yeah, they're thinking about money. That is not me throwing shade on them. That's not right. me downing them. They're business.
1: They're a business. They're, they're and not they charity. have to, they're they're have not to plan.
3: They're not a doctor. They're not my dad. They're not here for me. They're here for the bottom line. In fact, to be honest with you, the fact that they're asking those kind of questions means that they're not trying to snowball me. Yeah. They're not trying to... Well, they're not asking me these questions, but, <laughs> but it's just like, okay, well, I know where I stand. Uh, you know, you're yeah. a ruthless company. I I can work within see, those kind I, of don't, I don't
1: see it as a ruthless company, though, and I will sure. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. Uh, take it down a little bit. Yeah, I, I think you. there is a level of concern there, but I think that it plays into the fact that they have to be able to pay their bills. Yes, right. And if they have people pulling out and then demanding money or they have to cancel and have to start refunding all of this money, how do they get the well, capital to, to and, go forward with it in that, future years? And what does that
3: mean? You know, it's just like, oh, well, they can't make money and oh, well, screw those fat cats. And it's a business. They're not a charity and tough for them. Well, OK, I don't disagree, but that means what uh, doesn't. Gen Con bring in like $70 million into indie or something oh, like yeah. that? That's a ton crazy of money. Yeah, don't they have a st- staff of like I,
2: 20 people I, who work for them? To, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the exact figures in front of me, but I think $74 million Right. Is. Yeah. yeah it's not that I'm saying that Gen Con is too big money. to fail or anything that, like that. But, no, but it is. You know, I mean, no, they've got they to look at it. It
1: impacts a lot.
0: of Let people.
1: me, let me yeah. tell
0: you straight up that we know for a fact. This is not speculation. We know for a fact that conversation is occurring between Gen Con, both as an organization and as a concept. So there's there's conversations around Gen Con that are occurring at the Indianapolis mayoral office and mm-hmm. at the Indiana governor's mm-hmm. office. Yeah. It's
2: the second largest convention that the state holds. I'm going to do something out of character. I'm going to be optimistic whoa yeah so are you feeling okay i know i'm way sober it's terrible so (laughs) the the issue is this and i don't say this to pander toward gen con i don't Hmm. but i think that the thing that we the luxury that we have the privilege that we have as gaming fans is that at most levels of our industry from fandom to manufacturing okay not manufacturing chinese give two shits about your toy soldiers but (laughs) people in this industry care about the industry they care about the hobby they get into the industry Mm -hmm. because they care about the Mm -hmm. hobby i need to believe because the industry is small and passionate and incestuous (laughs) that the people who run gen con do care about the hobby and they want to see the convention happen Mm -hmm. for the health of themselves and the health of those retailers, not to mention the hotels and the restaurants and the bars, et cetera. So I think Gen Con, I think they're looking at it from a position of how does this aid our industry going forward? Now, I don't want to break it down into a political red state, blue state thing, but it is. Well, and it just is. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I don't want to cast direct aspersions upon anyone that's involved in the Gen Con staff. There are a couple of them I know, most of them I do not, and I will say that at least the ones that I know, insofar as I know them, these are not mustache twirling Mm. oil oil tycoons from the late 1800s. That's not what we're talking about here.
2: Right. It's not like they're the people that own large corporations right. that consume a huge swaths of the industry that don't care about the industry. Do yeah, I, mean, I? They're not those people. Those people are out there. They're out there. I bet <laughs> you those people give Gen Con money to run the convention, but that ain't Gen Con. But
0: <laughs> I'm just going to say that I, I don't know if the intent of the email or their thought process, I'm not part of the Gen Con cabal, is somehow profoundly evil, right? That's not the image I want to cast because not the image I believe. No,
1: I mean, that's not what any of us are saying. Uh, But I I
0: think think... it's more that I don't think this is the right call. Mm -hmm. And even if it is the right call, I think there's questions they need to be asking even of their vendors, not just internally, that they're not asking, or at least we have not been told they're asking. Right. And I think that is something they ought to do. Because Gen Con, yeah, it is a huge part of our hobby. It is true that if Gen Con gets canceled, that will hurt, if not destroy, multiple game publishers. That will hurt local businesses in Mm -hmm. Indianapolis, which in turn is hurting people who work at those businesses or small business owners who run those businesses. So it's not as if death by COVID is the only concern on the table. You know, and I don't want to minimize that, but I, I get all these other concerns. And that's why. GenCon
3: can't cure COVID. Right. And, you know, they manage the things that they can manage. They're not charity. They're a business. And they're managing their business. Now, I think that there are people who would say, oh, well, they need to cancel it because it will make COVID worse. Like, well, I mean, sure, if they hold it tomorrow, but maybe they're going to push it back. Maybe they're going to follow CDC guidelines. I don't know. Yeah. I, but I they don't. can't cure COVID. They can do their thing. They can stay in their lane, which is manage their business. Well so right.
1: it it also makes sense to kind of and, and we don't know. Those conversations may be happening about safety and those types sure. of things. But it also makes sense to hold off on those conversations because you have to assess how what the interest level still is right? If your vendors are still going to show up, right? If are you the ha- fans going are show the fans going to show up? How many people are you actually going to have, and how does that then dictate it, how you adjust? Have things?
2: any of you guys been to a hardware store in the last month? No. Yes. So the hardware store. <laughs> I mean, with the exception of some I social, quarantine <laughs> the, the, with the exception of social distancing and some masks. To the hardware store, that's the fucking place to be. Because it's open and it's big and you can wander and you can window shop. A lot of people go into the hardware store every time I go in, every time I drive past. It's a restaurant near, uh, uh, in, a, in a small municipality neighboring mine that said, we're going to open. They open their doors. They announced to people that they were open their doors. Place packed. 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 packed shoulder, yeah. shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. Yep. Dangerous. No social distancing. Mm-hmm. Because people are stir crazy. I can't go to the game store. I can't go to my game table. I gotta see other members of the tribe. I think that if Gen Con happens, it sells out like a mother Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like a a mother (laughs) Now, I think they limit the number of tickets available. Yeah. I think they slash the available number of attendees, but yeah, I think they sell out as quick as I come. I mean, fast. And even... (laughs) I I thought we weren't going vulgar.
0: (laughs) I certainly am glad that even if I'm not a big fan of the specific questions they asked, that they are at least opening some line of communication. Mm -hmm. I have to give credit for that, that they are at least talking. Right now, I'm dealing with this from both sides. Because while it is not a business and does not pay anyone's salary, we, of course, had to deal with this in terms of making the hard calls regarding fear of the con.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, Scale's totally scale is totally,
1: totally different. different
0: yeah. And literally nobody except the people that get tipped, like we had people doing cooking and stuff in sure. the past, nobody there makes money. I mean, well, at least we don't. We do fear the con at cost. But still, we had to make that call. You know, we had to say, look, we know there are people who have travel plans. We know there are people, it's nowhere near Gen Con's tens of thousands, but we know there are people that really like the convention and really look forward to it every year. You know, we have people literally, as soon as we end one Fear the Con, asking when the next one's going to be. And so I was on it from that side. Now, I will stress for us, it was easier because... First of all, Fear the Con was substantially earlier than Gen Con, which means whatever's going to happen with COVID, it's going to look a lot more like COVID does today Mm -hmm. than COVID will almost a month and a half, two months after that. But I'm on this from the other side. We are supposed to be a table vendor, I guess. I don't know. We're not really vendors. We don't sell anything,
2: but we're selling something, but we're well, (laughs) but we're we have a table. People are going to take a look at these gutters, man. Oh, they are on. But,
1: <laughs> yes, the gutters.
0: Fear the Boot has a neighboring table with an artist friend of mine. More like big sandbags. At St. <laughs> Louis Wizard World. And St. Louis Wizard World is it's not Gen Con size. It's not Comic-Con size. But it is a substantial convention. Mm-hmm. It is much closer in scale to Gen Con than we are. And is growing every year. And they have not called it off, nor have they made any communication of any kind with us. Despite the fact that, once again, we are paid vendors, and so is my artist friend. They have not made any form of communication. And that convention is like the first full weekend in June. Mm -hmm. It's like right at the top of June. So even as of this recording, it's like exactly a month away by the time the show releases, be about two three weeks away and they have not asked us anything about do we want the convention to happen will <laughs> oh. we attend and if they're waiting on the state to make a call state already good. made the call
1: state already yeah. made the call we're well the state uh, course, and the
0: county I, I don't know if they're going to stick with it well yeah I think they so. have made a call that we actually opened two days ago on yeah. may 4 yep and i don't know if they're going to stick with that. Mm-hmm. I also don't know under their whole phased approach thing where something like Wizard World would fall. Are they in one of the go events or are they under the no-go events? Because there is a phased mm-hmm. opening. Missouri was not a hard open. Right. I really wish they, I, I mean, I've even sent emails as has Wayne to many people on their staff just saying, do you plan to have this convention? And they're very conspicuously not talking to anyone. Yeah. Your you know line's gone.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you know either. why your money's gone? Yeah, they spent gone, your money. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Well, I mean, we're not. <laughs> they talking paid to off you, last year's wizard yeah, with not, your money. Your money's
0: gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why <laughs> I'm thinking about before this gets to any kind of call, just going ahead and pulling out of it. Mm-hmm. Get your I, money back now. Yeah, get my money back now. I need to talk to Wayne about that to see if he agrees with the call. Because Wayne, but what was, about
2: your artist friend?
0: I uh, he assumed it was going to get canceled. But he's getting hit hard in the pocket because mm-hmm. he makes a good amount of money off of commissions
2: mm-hmm. and
0: off of Kickstarter projects, which he has literally a perfect track record with. He's an outstanding both as an artist and just as an ethical business person. You
1: should link him in the show notes. But
0: I can't it's not safe for work.
1: <laughs> but but it's hard. Yeah, he's a great (laughs) painter,
0: but it's it's pinup art. It's I mean, if anyone wants the name, I'm happy to give it to you. He's a great artist, but yeah, it's uh, maybe I'll link his Facebook page because Facebook page is is safer work. So I'll link that if you want to see who this artist is. But he assumed it was going to be called off, and so he has just simply planned to not be there. But he did tell me in no uncertain terms that the loss of the convention circuit. Because keep in mind, the biggest con shut down. Mm-hmm. There's no Comic-Con this year. Yeah. Right, That is a much bigger deal, both to the convention, to the people that would be there, and to the community it's in than Gen Con is. Comic-Con is many times the size of Gen Con. Right, And by the way, their official attendee count is not accurate. It's literally about double that. I could explain to you why, but it'd be a huge tangent, and it's probably longer than... Well, remember,
3: than this was a... Uh, banter topic. Banter topic. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank
1: you. Thanks, Brodo. Sorry, twenty minutes. I got you. You're.
2: you're, you're, Five Five
1: minutes of news. I ruin everything. Fifteen minutes. In and out. I got distracted by the gutters. It's it's fine. The sandbagging. The the French drain.
2: Yeah. The the French drain. It's such a perforated sack of fat. Brodo. Uh Oh, the brakes. Oh, no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I know when you're in your zone. I I saw that missile at target, and I'm hitting the abort button. I'm blowing your ass up midair.
2: All right, I'm out. I'm done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I saw you dropping prior phases of the rocket there, and I'm like, nope. I've been sitting on French Drain for like 20 minutes. But you know, Comic-Con closing, that was no small thing. Now, I don't know if the general attitudes about the disease in California versus Indiana or Missouri forced their hand and kept them from even being able to make a harder decision like what Gen Con's doing right now. Because I'm going to guess for them, it was not a question of we can do the con, but should we do it? Or will it be practical to do it? Or whatever. They weren't even to get to that phase. I'm guessing that California probably said, you're not going to be able to do this con, period. And so Mm -hmm. they just, they aborted. They hit the ejection switch. Mm -hmm. And I realize that Gen Con is in a different position. But like I said, for whatever critiques I have of this, I do appreciate the fact that Gen Con, at least to somebody, quite frankly, I wish they'd release a press statement To the general public on this. Right. Because quite frankly, your attendees' feelings and pocketbooks matter as much as your vendors'. I realize it's not literally true in the dollars and cents way of it, but from the morals view of this, that's still somebody's time off and somebody's hard-earned money. And I think they ought to be communicated with as well in some fashion. I don't know if that's a survey thingy or how you do that, but... Well, and it brings up an interesting... But at least they're talking to somebody. Because that's more than I can say for what Wizard World's doing right now. And
2: you and I talked about this when we were at Gamma a couple months ago, that one of the problems that our hobby industry has is that there's such an absence of information, it's worse than false information. I'd rather something come out and be wrong and have to be corrected than just radio silence. Mm -hmm. And that's, I I completely agree, that's really, really the hard part is the uncertainty. Well, uh, doubly so. If let's say it comes
0: down to the wire, and for some reason Gen Con does not occur, and they're in a position where it's close enough to the con that the refund window's closed, Mm -hmm. or it's for a reason where they can pull a legalistic thing and worm their way out of refunding money, I don't know if they'll do that let me stress, this is just me making up hypotheticals, then that is hundreds of dollars gone from the pockets of people who were just stuck in a holding pattern because they didn't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, well, I mean, I, I made a point when I dropped my blog post that I dropped this in the same day I dropped the blog post. I paid for my four-day ticket and the fee to have my badge mailed to my house. So they were happy to take my money, <laughs> but you know they're not crazy about telling me what's going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm going this year, even yeah. if it occurs.
2: Oh, I'm going even if it doesn't.
0: I mean, if it... I'm serious. <laughs> if it, Well, I think it'd be a great opportunity yeah, to... Yeah, I am absolutely serious. Tell them that you're press, and I mean, yeah. I'll help you do this. See if you can schedule an appointment with the mayor. Mm. Uh-huh. And, ah,
2: that's a good call. And say,
0: hey... God, you're so f***ing smart. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm pressed for the gaming industry. And I'd like to talk to you about what this looks like from a mayoral standpoint, yeah, from the civic standpoint. Yeah.
2: Let's see if I'm still press after this episode.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, it, I don't know. I at least appreciate the fact that Gen Con's talking somewhat because yeah, this radio silence from so many conventions and even from Gen Con regarding the attending populace. I mean, I don't care what level of money we're talking about. The... You know who The money right? of an attendee is to me as important as that of Games Workshop is. You know who did it right? Other than us?
3: Other than us, yeah. <laughs> opera Theater St. Louis. So, Dawn and I, we go to musicals. At okay, Place hold on. F- yeah.
2: I mean, talking about a difference in scale, there are four f-ing people. Four. You, Dawn, and the other two people <laughs> are the only people in St. Louis that are into opera. You would be amazed. No, my dad's
3: into it. I know, he, I know people well, who uh, are you, into opera. You'd, you'd be right? amazed. You think you're an old guy? Go to opera? You're the youngest buck there, let me <laughs> tell you. It is great. Yeah, i say my dad
0: loves it. And, well, I mean, that's why the St. Louis Symphony is having to do a lot of video game music and movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is Pulls because in. they want people to get interested in yep. orchestral music, mm-hmm. but they can't fill the seats like they used
3: to with Mozart. And I so, think it's a shame, but that is the reality. Yeah. So other than just, you know, an arts flex for Dawn and I, we have season tickets to Opera Theater St. Louis, right? And so their performances are this summer. They, they would not have happened yet. When this whole thing hit, at first, there was a lot of, well, nobody knows what is going on. All of a sudden, states started shutting down and, and actually globally, countries started shutting down and stuff. And then COVID came to Missouri. The director of Opera Theater St. Louis sent out communications via all the social media and emails to all the season ticket holders and to everybody. And he said that we cannot risk our performers and staff mm-hmm. uh if you think about it, it uh, covid is a lung disease yeah, yeah. With it is with infection right mm-hmm. you know i mean there's at-risk people and then there's people who that's their careers
0: yeah yeah so who may also be at risk who
2: may also be at risk yeah. and this because yeah, they've got f- diabetes then there's a whole reason they say chad the show's not over until the diabetic sings. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so this guy was like now I will state that
3: Opera Theater St. Louis is a nonprofit, but they do have a full-time staff. They don't have sure. like f- people off the street singing opera. They pay money to have mm-hmm. opera companies come sure. in. They also have corporate donors who who sponsor the arts and that sort of thing. And the director of Opera Theater St. Louis met with the the corporate donors, basically the people with tons and tons of money, and they said we want to pay all of the staff and all of the performers. The money that they would be missing out so we're gonna do a challenge grant basically to say we need i i think it was like a million dollars or something like that I, I forget what the numbers were i mean it's a substantial amount of money right mm-hmm. they're like we are gonna stake half a million dollars and it was weirdly stated across three octaves <laughs> right <laughs>
2: so, so the <laughs> awesome high pressure Right there. Right. I mean, that is, that is top hat comedy, right?
3: <laughs> so, Opera Theater St. Louis yeah. came to all of the all the people at season tickets and all of the ticket holders, like myself and Don, and said, "This is the situation. This is what's going on. This is how many staff we have. This is how many performers we have. And this is what we want to do. This is how much money we have. And if you donate your ticket." Basically, you say, you know, we're we're canceling the season. It's not going to happen. If you want, we will give you your money back. And it's a very easy process. You go to this website, you call this number, it will happen. That is not a problem. We ask you, as people who love the arts, to donate your tickets. Basically, not get the refund. 100% of the money in the ticket will go into this fund. And if it matches all the performers' And all the staff will receive their full pay. The director of the opera is not taking pay.
2: Wow.
1: Oh, wow.
3: Dawn and I, we have Fox Theater. We, we see musicals. We have season tickets. Three of the shows, including Hamilton, got canceled. And they basically said, well, you have your money back if you want. We're going to try and roll stuff over to next year. I mean, you know, yeah, it sucked. It sucked for everybody. And I got my money back on that. Mm-hmm. Opera Theater St. Louis. They went above and beyond and guess what? They kept your money. Dawn and I are now patrons of the arts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They actually have even bougie more bougie than before. Oh oh my
2: god. I cannot wait till the revolution. We pull you out of your home. They have like
1: these (laughs) anybody can
3: donate at any time even before this, and they have all these donation levels and stuff. Dawn and I are going to appear in their whether the booklets they hand out. The, uh, like the program, the, the, the pro, the, Yeah, the pro, we are going to appear in the programs next year. We're going to get invited to... Like don't, a Kickstarter backer. We're going to get invited to <laughs> donor-only
2: soirees. Oh, yeah. and uh, that's wow. weird eyes wide what? shut shit. Right there we are <laughs> patrons <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> I, I was just,
3: uh, believe me don and i are walking around with our yeah. coffee with our pinky out all morning
0: i am saying month. you now you got the glasses with the stick on them right. you have to up over your like, eyes like, you, ever,
1: yes.
2: you ever sniff tartar tartar powder off tie? <laughs> <laughs> <Boys Wiener. laughs> that
3: was quite a mental picture. <laughs> you are also keeping the whole thing going to a certain extent by having performers do video casts mm. where you can ask them questions and they'll sing and stuff like that. They had Leonard Slotkin, who's a famous conductor. Conductor for things? a single symphony. Yeah, yep. they had him on a cast and he gave a presentation and stuff.
1: I mean, they, they did it right. Yeah,
3: slacking was amazing. I
1: Sit just cool. want to say I feel like a Neanderthal right now. <laughs> I'm over here in my cave with my club. <laughs> we're
2: we're Our simple creatures. With I like base music. desires
1: and base that needs. Is accurate.
3: Opera is company. wonderful. <laughs> Opera is really wonderful. And if you want to get a taste of it, if you have Netflix, they have whole operas with subtitles. There are sword fights, there's pirates, there's ghosts don giovanni blew my f-ing mind at the end i mean i want to spoil it for anybody don't i mean it's s- only like a spoiler. 700 year old opera but holy <laughs> crap i didn't know anything about the story and i saw the end of it and i was like wow this is interesting good music oh there's a little bit of slow part in the end where the woman is crying and stuff and but then it picks up and now nah, here's some funny songs and then the ending And my jaw there's a hole in my floor at home <laughs> where my jaw went down into the basement and it was amazing
1: I'm judging you
3: a little bit. Don is Vice. Wonderful. I cannot watch La Boheme because it's too goddamn depressing. It is wonderful. I can't, I can't see rent because it's the musical version of La Boheme. To set. Literally. The story is the main character dies of poverty. Like she's dying. Mm-hmm. She gets with a rich dude. She's fine. She's like, but I love the poor guy gets with the poor guy and dies. I mean, it was really sad.
1: You are very passionate about the arts. I
3: am. I love opera. I love it.
1: You're <laughs> such a nerd. It's adorable. <laughs> Most
2: other people, I would have tuned out. I, I can't pronounce Les Rabadabadoo or whatever it is that you're into Most people...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most where am going to add that on Urban Dictionary, Les Bajababadoo, I'm just going to make me, off a
2: sexual let me, fetish. Can I tell you... Most people, what would be replaying in my mind is just loop after loop of Peter Griffin saying, I like the money pit. <laughs> but you, Chad, I actively listened. In karma. No,
0: Chad has an enthusiasm that is yes. it, it's like Pat's laugh. Because Pat's laugh was contagious. You could it didn't matter what the joke was. If it got Pat laughing, he got everybody laughing. Because Pat's laugh was yes. just insanely weirdly contagious. But Chad's that way with his enthusiasm that, True. like, for a moment there, I almost thought I liked opera. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was
1: almost getting excited passed. about it. Yeah.
0: The and then yeah, that that Chad clot just sort of
1: passed out, <laughs> and I'm like,
0: no, I really don't. I love I love classical music. I'm a really big fan of, in particular, of like Romantic era piano virtuosos. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure, Chopin, Rahman, mm-hmm. and all yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I have a this. Whole CD box right here is nothing but Arthur Rubenstein, who's mm-hmm. a, an incredibly good piano player. I won't use the other word, but he's an incredibly good piano player. And it's like his entire collected works of him playing nothing but Chopin. It's just like, it's like two days of Chopin. But yeah, it's just opera doesn't work for me. But I've,
1: it, I've honestly never tried. And with that level of enthusiasm, we'll see. If
3: anyone listening, would like to give opera a shot. Now you know it's dense, it can be intimidating, and people think it's it's a bunch of old people. A lot of blah 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 blah. If you want to give it a shot, check out Netflix. Turn on the subtitles. You can. There's great stories. I recommend. Now it's read. F- Or or, or not. It's music. Well, there are operas in English. English. Opera Theater St. Louis does all English. (laughs) Yeah. A
0: lot of them are going to be in French, Italian, Spanish, even Latin. And
3: and when you go see opera live and it's not in English, they have uh, electric marquees that run the subtitles anyway. mm. But I recommend, again, I understand that opera has a reputation for being too heavy, too dense, just for old people. I recommend getting on Netflix and watching Carmen. It's wonderful. There's a story about love and a really terrible romance about people who shouldn't be together. She has a line in one of her songs where she says, if I love you, but you don't love me, you better watch out.
2: <laughs> it wow. is great. I mean, a butt pucker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she, she should.
2: Uh, the other
3: one I would recommend is Deflator Mouse. If like from The Tick? He, well, he's named after the opera. So if you've ever seen one of the versions of Batman, they go see the opera Deflator Mouse. And it's like scary and spooky. I don't know what the f*** they were watching. Deflator Mouse is a comedy, hmm. right? It's it's very funny. It's about rich people being funny. It, go see it. it it's very funny. So yeah, Carmen, Deflator Mouse, and The Barber of Venice, I would say. Because that one is also very funny.
1: What if I don't like comedy? Then I would. Well, Carmen's not a comedy.
3: (laughs) Carmen is a romantic tragedy, but it's not heavy. It's
1: so it's like the opera version of Romeo and Juliet. I would
3: recommend either
0: Bill Burr's latest special on Netflix. If you don't like comedy, that might set you straight. (laughs) Put you in your place a little. Or any of the recent stuff. doing. Put me been in doing. my
1: place. Good luck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I recommend the Money Pit. <laughs> Some of Tom Hanks' best work. <clears throat> Goldie Hawn, delightful.
1: Or I could just go. Well, it wasn't Goldie Hawn though. Rewatch Witcher. Oh. And just drool no, over Oh man, Geralt just the first, fine. <laughs>
2: that first fight against that cluster of human beings in that first episode. Sometimes I'll just watch that, just jack off because it's so <laughs> hot. <Yeah. laughs> just oh my god! I'm not going to argue yeah. with you. i yeah. p- talk about gutters, uh, right? You know, he's yes. a gamer, right? Like he's I been. Know. Spending, I saw some stuff on.
0: Well, he's in a 40k. I mean,
2: well, wow, hmm. the dude's painting. I mean, he's painting miniature. I and mean, He was an Eldar. He's painting. No, El- those are a uh, <coughs> uh, 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 custodian they're space marine oh because they yeah oh. they've got those weird helmets that yeah because sort of, yeah, i just take that saw opera boy yeah <laughs> <'Cause> i just <laughs> saw that take that because i just uh, saw I the it. helmet yeah. yeah and the helmet was it's <laughs> got that weird it was a long it had plume. like a ponytail yeah. yeah that's in the stardust i thought that yeah. was uh eldar because that's mm. normally an eldar look yeah they're like elite space marine guys
1: mm. they, have, they
2: have more <laughs> t 6s that's just. That's pretty much. That's it. That's so really he's crazy.
0: not even an elder guy. He's no. He's, he's, a, a, he's a space marine guy. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say a munchkin, but
2: mm-hmm. ah, well, I mean, you're. I mean, let, hold Barbara on. Barber of Seville. I, I said was Barber <laughs> of
3: Venice. It's the Merchant of Venice Shakespeare play. Yeah. Barber of Seville. Sorry. Sorry. There,
1: there are <laughs> bringing us back to the the bougie bougie stuff. There are like three it's people fine.
3: who are furiously typing out an
2: email <laughs> to me. Well okay, let's do this. Let's do a Sorry. 40k opera. That all pick and watch opera. A space opera. Right, like if they do if they <laughs> do a Horus Heresy opera. Isn't that like opera, Repo? In,
0: in,
3: Repo the Genetic Opera. I've seen it. Look, it's or, amazing.
2: Okay. If you guys want I'm going to disagree, Chad. It I mean, was, it was amazingly would, like, bad. bad okay. but All right. All right. Like, <laughs> if we're talking like trauma, like toxic events right. are bad. That. Yeah, okay. Yes. yeah. No, All no, right. Agree.
0: So let me close this show out <laughs> on a recommendation. If you want to get into musical entertainment, what you need to do is if you're in a state that has legalized marijuana in any way, shape, or form, call your doctor and tell him that a trusted media figure has told you to watch the recent movie version of Cats and you need a... I mean, you need your trunk raw. <laughs> and I guarantee you this doctor will write you a prescription that just says make Bob Marley sing. And you go take that. You get high as you can be. And you get yourself a box of Of cereal, preferably Count Chocula. Cap and Crunch with the Crunch Berries, baby. You can do A, you know, cook to taste here. (laughs) But you sit down, I mean, just utterly blasted, and you watch the recent movie edition of Cats and see if you can find the uncensored human hand where they forgot to (laughs) actually put the cat hand over, I think it was Judy Dench and... There you go. There's your
3: entertainment. It's musical. Do you know what the best thing to happen to me out of this whole COVID thing is? You didn't see cats? I, one of the musicals yes. that got cancelled with
0: was cats. Was cats. cats. I am <laughs> Chad, I am so sorry. I, okay. I a lot of people have suffered in COVID. <laughs> I have actually no, seen cats. A,
1: not the uh, movie saying, version. Like I've seen the version the like the live version of cats. Mm-hmm. I used to dance in high school. Like yeah. I I danced when I was growing up and uh so I go to stuff like that mm-hmm. for the dancing primarily. And I've never like,
3: seen Cats. I on it endlessly. Mr.
1: Mistopheles but... his pirouetting is on point, I just gotta say. But I, I watched
0: that. a few clips. I've never seen mm-hmm. Cats all the way through. I watched a the, few the, the clips. The stage musical, not the horrible the stage movie. musical. And even by my standards of I don't like <laughs> musicals to begin with outside of The Lion King, mm-hmm. Oh, this was just... It was absolutely unbearable. So, Don and it I... was...
1: I've heard it was... Oh, it was the movie. I, I
0: don't was like Andrew Lloyd Webber, and this is Not Andrew David Lloyd Webber at rock bottom.
3: So, Don and I's thing is, we don't like cats, we don't like the music to it, but we've never seen it. And so, this was our... We are going to go see it, so now we can on it from a position of authority? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But it got canceled. Yeah, that...
1: Just appreciate the dancing, yeah. because the dancing takes... A high level of athleticism. The number of
0: people. And
1: when you can do 37 pirouettes in a row, <laughs> a literally, because I can to vomit say is, and not vomit, and not fall over.
0: <laughs> if you need any evidence that we live in what's called a just world, which doesn't mean the world is just, it, it, it's called just world theory, it's a bigger moral theory that I'm not going to bother to explain, but it means basically everything works out in the end. Mm-hmm. I really am sorry for the people that are suffering various ways from COVID, Health problems, dying, lost a job, whatever. My heart, my prayers go out to you. But I want you to understand, your suffering makes sense now, (laughs) because if it had not been for COVID, cats would have occurred. Yes,
3: people (laughs) would have seen it. I mean, it would have been a sold-out two-week. And I'm
0: not typically a moral utilitarian. I'm I'm deontologically disposed on moral issues, but in this one case, I'm just going to say that COVID was the path (laughs) of the least suffering for the fewest people.
2: deontologic that like deant word like we could do a deant word thing and your whole rapper thing would be deontologic right, that's your new rapper name and that's where our beef is gonna come okay in. i yeah.
1: really enjoy sitting across from broder and like watching his face as he's getting like, i'm so i'm turn. so stupid you,
2: actually, <laughs> stupid
1: you can actually not stupid. you cannot you can see the, the the four or five no, your face is very expressive and so it's no. like all of these ex- these like Emotions as you're listening to Chad wax poetic about I, you know, opera. I,
2: I tell you what, and this is going to no brother Broder. I, I
0: say this as someone shut up. <laughs> who, Got it. Sorry. <laughs> listen to you talk for hours. You're like an unfiltered cigarette. Oh God, you just made me so sexy. In that, <laughs> first of all, your biggest problem is you're unfiltered. <laughs> but there is nothing inherently stupid about you. There's probably something stupid about the people that enjoy consuming you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: put wow. myself on that oh, one. That's <laughs> amazing.
2: Does so, I mean, so, that I mean Chad's going to roll me up in his sleeve and take me home? Ooh. Maybe smack me against his hand? <laughs> <laughs> He's not in that part of South County. Uh. <laughs> But uh, well, I'm sorry that the Gen Con thing became a whole episode. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. It's 15 minutes of banner. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. In and out. That's a, that's a thing on Fear the yeah. Booth, though. That's yeah. not the first time that this is <laughs> well, about. Let's make the, will it not so be the last. last. This isn't the
3: first thing that happened with
2: Gen Con <laughs> in that. Man. No. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, all right. <sighs> Once again, check the show notes. Links to a bunch of stuff. I don't even remember what they all were. I remember Fear the Con was in there. My artist friend Lorenzo was in there. Yeah. Uh, so, I think there was something else I was going to put in there.
1: Uh, Brodor's site.
0: Oh, Brodor's site, yes. Oh, his thanks. art, specifically to his you. article on Gen Con, yeah. if you want to get the some Go other takes.
2: Goinfo.org.
0: But yes. That sweet
2: cherry is Dan. Dan's the only reason I have that. So,
0: yeah, his original domain was a bit too mouthy. And so on a lark, <laughs> I'm like, is Goinfo.org because he's the influence foundation. So, what was the full name? But somehow I got... Oh, out. I
2: don't even remember. But, but so, we were... It was late. We, you had gone through a million oh, mutations. The Influence I mean, yeah, Foundation. Was, that's how I got info. So, Yeah, yeah it was like fall. three o'clock in the morning at a fucking diner. And, and we're going around nine, and then some, some, you know, some old, old bro oh, tried closed. to take me home. It was awesome. 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I, was, I mean, she was normal. But if I was single, I'd will <laughs> throw one in you. Whatever. But <laughs>
0: put something on my mind in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> But once again, please do check the show notes for those links. And I don't know if we'll keep you guys posted as we learn anything, if we learn anything. Other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great week and great games. And we will catch you next time. See ya.